Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Live for today. That's what we're going to talk about in our first segment of today's show. Uh, I'm going to welcome in a great friend, uh, regular guest on the show, Mr. J.D. Mueller. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. How about you? I'm great. And I don't know regular guest. I mean, twice now. Twice now, but also the host of a very wonderful podcast. Yeah, Regions Business Radio. Regions Business Radio, which we're going to give a plug for that. If you haven't heard Regions Business Radio, you need to get out there on Spotify, iTunes, all those Your preferred things. podcast app. Yes, your preferred podcast app. Just search up Regions Business Radio. we got some good content there. Uh, before we go to uh, what I prefaced of living for today, I would like to, to point out an, an interesting note. Uh, JD is the market president. Yeah. Of North Georgia mm-hmm. for Regents. I am. And which he does an excellent job. Thank you. Things involved in being a market president, uh, taking care of the book of business, serving your team, serving customers, growing the team, all these normal things mm-hmm. you would think a high-level banking executive would do. <laughs> yeah. But... In all, there's a lot of different approaches to that, right? There's a lot. Hey, some folks are extroverted, some folks are introverted, some folks are talented in one thing, some in another, and you do have a tremendous talent in um, communicating. Thank you. Extrapolating leadership lessons, and so the the regions business radio show is something that people wouldn't normally think of with a banking executive, but that's a natural talent of yours. And that's been so cool that you have got to use that talent in this job and you're able to use that unique part of you. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, part part of part of the beauty of podcasting, right, is that you can meet people physically where they are. Um, business executives, owners, uh, you know, uh, decision makers, they're busy, they're running their business. And I think in this business environment that we're in, it's truly hard to carve out a few minutes for another meeting. Mm. We were talking about the usefulness of meetings earlier, you and I. So, you know, accepting sales calls as an executive is about as high on the, you know, the the priority list as, you know, shining your shoes. You just don't do it <laughs> like you used to, you know? So so the idea was if you could if you could produce compelling content that introduces concepts, ideas, and strategies to business owners and deliver it through a podcast app, then then the listener can listen anywhere. Mm. Treadmill, you know, Peloton, drive home on mm-hmm. a walk, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, we're still vetting out the success of that theory. But I do believe that whether it's, you know, North Georgia Business Radio X or Regions Business Radio, um, the the portability of the platform mm. allows us to get our message across to the – now, I think that the, the challenge becomes are we – how do we ensure that our preferred audience is hitting play? Right. If, if we're putting compelling content out there, then they can – you know, con- – 
content specific uh, shows are everywhere. You can, you can find a podcast about anything. And things we couldn't even contemplate are things. Well, it's it's like true crime. It's a huge genre. You know, it's a huge genre on, on podcasting apps. My concern, my concern about true crime genre is, does my wife listen to it for entertainment or is she listening to it for a how-to? Uh-huh. Oh, this lady, she buried her husband on the other side of the pool and no one ever found him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, is that is is that entertaining the lovely Amy mm. or is she taking notes? Mm. I'm concerned about this, Phil. Mm. So podcasting is a it it's a wide it's a wide, you know very wide medium. Very wide. Well, and and we're we're going down lots of directions, which we often do and which is fun. Uh, <laughs> the the medium of podcasting as a as a uh, prospecting tool yeah. and client retention tool yeah. on the surface is very powerful because of that portability and then just needs to be fine-tuned. You mentioned you're, you're continuing to look for, okay, how can we determine if this is getting open by the right audiences and how can we drive getting more in the right audience to open mm-hmm. it? Yeah, uh, that's to be determined, I guess. You know, the, the the content and the connectivity, I think, with with your clients, with your prospects, and pushing it out to them with compelling information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, business owners, they... I'm just I'm thinking about a manufacturer that may exist here uh, in Hall County and you know some person wakes up every morning and maybe they have a morning routine whatever that may look like and they get to the office and they're there they step in and they may be part HR, part finance, part mm. leader, then they got to go train somebody on the line. They got all these different, you know, roles that they play as a business owner and executive. When do they have time for their banker to come and sit with them? Well, it's 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 a rare. We'll take them to lunch. Yeah, I mean you got to eat lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, well, I love a few things from what you said in particular, which would be continuing to refine. Look, you've realized people are more busy. We can use this other tool to get on their calendar. Yep. One. Another thing you pointed out was uh, that uh, returning sales calls for many executives is probably like uh, getting their shoes shined. It's something they just don't have time for anymore. And uh, you and I have overcome that obstacle of finding time to shine your shoes because we just wear sneakers now. Yeah. So what can you do to... It's acceptable. Yeah. What can you do (laughs) to make a task better and more effective in a changing environment? But then also, what can you do to eliminate a task? Mm. There you go. Are you asking me? I'm not answering I'm telling you, you've already done it. I don't know about that. You're wearing sneakers, and that shirt did not require you to go to a dry cleaner. It did not. Okay. These pants don't require me to go to a dry you know, cleaner. No, it's an interesting topic, because when you and I, when I started in banking, then when you and I started working together in the banking industry, we would come every day with suits and ties and sure did. shine shoes. and Oh, yeah. You know, that was that was expected. And and do you remember if we had a a, a poultry day or a farm day? It was a big. It was a big deal because oh, we yeah. would sort of dress down, jeans and boots, jeans oh, and boots, wow. and we we you know to to meet our customers where they are. Well, the connectivity there again lies in, you know, you go you go see somebody. They're not wearing suits anymore, and 
So anyway, it, it, yeah, it's interesting. Mm. It's it's interesting. I think ties. And if you're wearing a tie right now, no offense to you. I still have a few in my closet, but ties are something I think in general we're going to look back on 50 years from now and people are going to see pictures of people wearing this long article of cloth dangled around their neck and they're going to think, what on earth was that? It's going to be like the powdered wigs of the 1700s. Uh, yeah, or an ascot. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you know, or, or the only people that you're going to see wear a tie are... Uh, you know, so dead folks and politicians. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but uh, how did we get the clothing? I don't we know. We got the fashion in there. Well, and we did. We're coming near the end of this first segment, and we haven't touched at all what now we'll touch in the second segment, which is which is living for. We today. need to get straight to that. We need to get straight next, to in the, next, in the next, segment. next segment. But uh, I will say that uh, it is important as we discuss. I mean, we've been, you know banking together for decade and a half yeah something like that yeah and look at all that's changed since then Ooh. and you can't just sit there and bemoan it i mean if i just loved wearing suits and ties then uh you know i'd have to just move on the past is the past and what is is and y- you you've got to operate under what is you don't have a choice, really. <laughs> don't have a choice. It is what well, it is. <laughs> some people, they, they're not choosing to operate under what is. They're trying to operate under what was, and it just doesn't work. But we're going to get back to our what I promised you we'd talk about, living for today, after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. Diem. That's well, it. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. That's what we were looking for last time, which works out well. Uh, welcome to our second segment today of North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, joined by one of my best pals, co-conspirators, co-workers, uh, all sorts of things, Mr. J.D. Mueller. Thanks, Phil. We're going to pick up uh, with this segment with something I was going to kick off last segment with, but I have so much fun speaking with you on a variety of topics. I just, we cover them all, don't we? We just cover them all. But Seize the day. JD, if you would share with me and our audience the mm. story which you shared this morning. You know, um, so Phil, we, we're having our sales meeting, and typically a sales meeting at any in at any you know company is going to be focused on the numbers, right? I mean, I mean that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be productive, and um, you know. So, but I was compelled this morning because something that I saw on social media. Um, I noticed a post about somebody that I saw recently, and this person that I saw recently, I used to go to church with him. He was a, a wonderful singer. We sang in the choir together at a church in South Hall, and I saw him. I saw him. I saw him at the church I'm currently attending a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, well, I'm gonna go say hello to him on my way out. I'll just pat him on the back and say hello. And well, I I, I left early. My son had a golf tournament and snuck out a side door and. I didn't see him. I, I even mentioned to Amy, I was like, hey, so-and-so's back there. I'm going to say hello to him. And I didn't, Phil, mm-hmm. I, I didn't take the time to say hello to this gentleman. And then today uh, I, I see a post on Facebook that he's passed away. 
And immediately my mind, look, I'm not making his passing about me. What I'm making about is a missed opportunity to connect with somebody. It, how much would it have hurt me to stop for a second and say hello to him? How, how many times do we miss opportunities because, you know, we're, we're busy? Hey, mm-hmm. I'm busy. I got something to do. I'm important. Mm-hmm. You know, it just don't. So, so, so in this, in this business meeting that we have, that we have every Monday about production and, and numbers, right. we just stopped. We, 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 we didn't have the meeting. We called, we, we broke the huddle with the, with the expectation that everyone that was part of the meeting would, would go back to their office and instead of submit a report or tell me what they were doing, <laughs> their job for the first part of the morning was to connect with someone in some form, email, text, social media, phone call, that they otherwise would not have. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? I don't know. Thank you. Hey, thinking of you. Hey, appreciate you. Had you on my mind. I felt, I felt really, I felt bad this morning knowing that this gentleman, this this friend, had passed away, and just two weeks ago, I missed an opportunity to say hello to him. So we're in this call. You and I, we're we're on a meeting with our peers. And then somebody speaks up. Share share with the guests what our peer said. Oh yeah. So one of our uh one of our peers just felt compelled then to share a story about his uh his uh, growing up his family, they didn't uh really verbalize I love you. Yeah. And it was funny he he mentioned you could tell now looking back he wished that they did say it, mm-hmm. but he said we didn't need to say it cuz we knew. But I think he wished that they mm-hmm. had regularly said it. But his family didn't say I love you a lot. And he was on the phone with his sister as adults. And <clears throat> he felt a prompt to tell her, I love you, when they wrapped up the call. He did not follow that prompt. And I think because that that prompt was awkward for him because it was counter the way he had grown up. And within a week, his sister passed away in a car wreck. Yeah. And he started to tear up a little bit. He did. Um, and this happened many years ago, that this story happened, and it still impacted him. And he said 30 years ago. 30 years ago. And he talked about it like it was this weekend. Mm. Mm. Yeah. We're not, we're, not, we're not talking about this to bring the level of whatever your listening pleasure is down. <laughs> we're talking about this as a reminder that we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Nothing. And yeah, we're on North Georgia Business Radio X, and you know what? It doesn't matter what you do for a living. What matters is who you do it with. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my most valuable relationships are relationships that I've built through my work, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, just... We we share that because Phil and I both were moved this morning mm-hmm. by these stories, and we would encourage you as a listener. Well, and I would say, folks running a business, I mean, really, this this touches all of us. But if you're running a business, you are quite busy, and you do have quite a bit a bit of real stress and real responsibility. And that is something that we can so easily allow to get in our way. Mm-hmm. And just reach out. Never miss an opportunity to show that you care and to show appreciation to others. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's life today. 
Mm. You know, it's 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 basically, you know, a vice that that we think that we're so important or that we're so busy or that something else matters when in fact the virtue of that would be the opposite reach out to if so yeah if you're a business owner and maybe i like when we go on tours of businesses mm-hmm. and whoever we're there to see a business owner an executive a cfo ceo type if we walk through their location and they're recognizing people throughout the thing oh yeah hey Hey Phil, good to see you. How's you know how's Lindsay and the kids? And mm. they say that, and you can tell that that person that they're interacting with is motivated by the fact that someone, you know, over in the offices appreciates right. that they know their name, their wife's name, their spouse's name, you know. And and I would just say, whatever you're doing, we don't want you to stop listening to us. But when you're done listening to us, find somebody that you haven't thanked in a while, mm-hmm. someone you haven't reached out to in a while, because, you know, if you're, if you're stuck on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, you know, memes are funny and, you know, politics is crazy. Well, well it, it's time to sort of exit those things for a little bit and Amen. focus on some connectivity. And for me, I, I'm very extroverted. I yeah. love connecting with people in person. I love verbal communication. That's me. And that's not everybody, which is fine. Uh, and it might be that, you know, if if you get worn down from too much face-to-face contact, maybe you just sit down and write some notes mm-hmm. or just an email or a text. When's the last time you, you wrote a handwritten note? It's been a while. Yeah, me been too. Been a while. You know, I mean, I, I got one... Um, you know, local shout out Josh Everett, who uh, runs North. He's the board chair at North Georgia Works um, with New Leaf New Leaf Landscaping. Um, he came to see me last week and had a handwritten note mm. in an envelope for me, and I read it this morning again. And I and it dawned on me, I had all these things going on this morning. Uh, you know, it just dawned on me how much I valued that he took the time to write that note. Mm-hmm. And jo- hey, he's a busy guy. Yeah. I mean, he is growing a great organization. He is. He is the chairman of that. Uh, yeah. And some other things, I'm pretty sure. And he is doing that. He took the time to come see you, had a note for you, um, emails and or phone calls and texts too. Uh, and and that meant so much. I, I have received a few handwritten notes lately, and they meant the same to me. Meant so, Just this morning, I was kind of getting some things prepped up for the week and was uh, organizing some files on my desk, and I have uh, this handwritten note that I got from somebody, a thank you note, maybe two weeks ago, that I just kind of kept in a prominent place because it fired me up. Yeah. Got me excited. I mean, and, and you and I need to do it, and our listeners, you could, you know, just go to wherever and get some cardstock and and do a hand. Now, my kids would pick on me because my handwriting is pretty horrible. But can I tell you, I was I was at mom and dad's last night, and I was helping my mom because my dad's ill, and and I saw a letter that I'd written to my dad. Wow. And and it was in, it was in a folder of important documents, and I'm sure he doesn't understand it anymore. But it, at one time he did, and it meant a lot to him. Mm. And and it reminded me. Of all these things, seize the day, mm-hmm. reach out to somebody, mm. write a handwritten note, let somebody know that you're thinking about them and that you care for them, and set some pride aside, and you're not so busy that you can't connect with someone mm-hmm. right now. Can, there's, no, there's nothing better to do this moment than connect. We're going to be back in just a moment on North Georgia 
Business Radio X. I'm having too much fun with JD here. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. Uh, I'm your host, Phil Benelli. We're going to do something. Well, we went deep last segment, didn't we? We did. We went deep. I'm loving it. I'm floating on a pool of the deep meaningfulness. And uh, what I want to do is I'm floating on the pool. A great idea JD had, which is a local business shout out. And what we're going to do, we're just going to do a lightning round. It doesn't have to be that quick. Okay. But uh, we're going to bounce back and forth and share some local... North Georgia businesses, which we particularly appreciate. Do you have yours written down? I wrote down a few, yeah. Oh, you're going to start then? I can start it out. Yeah, number one is one that isn't out yet, but it's about to open. Okay. That would be Caroline's Downtown Flowery Branch. All right. Uh, Nick St. Clair is the chef of Annabellum Mm -hmm. Restaurant, Mm -hmm. an amazing restaurant. He's been on the show Top 100 restaurants in the United States consistently. Amazing food. Amazing atmosphere. He's also uh, one of the creators of Peyton's Pie Company. Fantastic oh, yeah. pizza. Yeah. Okay. So um, he wanted to have a concept that's like a, a breakfast, brunch, and lunch. Okay. Um, and downtown Flowery Branch, which is growing, looks fantastic. So Caroline's. Uh, and it's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to go eat there. Sounds so awesome. Caroline's and Flowery Branch and anything that Chef Nick does, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah, that's my number one. Okay, so restaurant theme. Yep. I want to say we're surprised that not many people have come across right there uh, across from South Hall Middle School in Atlanta Highway uh, near uh, Smokehouse. I always got to say, hey, to Smokehouse. Um, I think uh, WDUN has a uh, has a football program there on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, across from there, Hades. Hades. You've been to Hades. We've been to Hades together. Oh, yeah. Uh, lunch, uh, breakfast and lunch, mm. very good. You can get some tacos. You can get some omelets, some chorizo. Mm. Uh, they have a meat market two doors down. Do they? Oh, yes. They have a meat market, and you can get your pre-seasoned fajita and taco meat in addition to all the you know beverages and all the accoutrements what the the other things but i'd say hades and hades cafe and hades meat market down near oakwood is a must stop hades is delightful i'm glad you brought that up and let me just say in general term well first off you need to go to hades for any meal but breakfast i love their breakfast i do too and uh, if you have an opportunity to go to a restaurant which serves Mexican food and has breakfast, you should go get some Mexican breakfast because it's delightful. It is. It is. You just can't go wrong. I agree with, with that. You're not going to go wrong. I have had Mexican food three meals a day many times. Yeah, no one's surprised by that. No. There is not a single person that knows you that's surprised that no. you would. I mean, it's like my kids having Chick-fil-A three times a day. Right. It's you the can't same thing. Wrong. You can't, can't go wrong. wrong. All right, next business I want to shout out to, I have some more restaurants, but I want to shout out to um, Gainesville Flooring because they, they've also, Jason's been on the show, and uh, and we 
just finished a kitchen remodel, which has all sorts of tile on the floor and the backsplash and everywhere else yeah. from Gainesville Flooring. And a thing that I love, a couple things. Um, one, you know, when we talked about our sales call this morning and, and just the meaningfulness of it, there were there were tears, there were eyes that were misty. Yeah. In for our sure. call. Yeah. And and that's, you know, we have a family on our team and that's what it's all about. And they do such a wonderful job at Gainesville Flooring of being a family. I mean, it's just and you could tell when people are a family and they love working at a place, it shows in the way that they serve their customers. Yeah. Customers become family and that, that really is the way that you feel there. Because of trust. Trust. You know, I mean, do the mm. job, do what you say you'll do. Follow up, call somebody. I mean, that's what Jason does. If you need flooring, Gains of Flooring is the only place. And then you're going to need some paint, too. <laughs> Luckily, next door. <sighs> right next Gainesville door. Gains of Paint. You don't even have to change parking spots. No. You just walk next door. Easy peasy. Yeah, it is. All right, who's next on your list? Uh, who's next on my list? I want to I want to shout out a gentleman that I've got, that, that I've been blessed to get to know. Tom Price. T-H-O-M Price with Visiting Angels in Houston. Mm. Um you know, sort of the the metro Gainesville area. Tom Price uh, owns the Visiting Angels franchise over there, uh, and and he's provided um, care for for many families uh, in that area. And Tom is a man, just like I was just saying. Uh, he 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 makes a commitment and he sticks with it. Mm. He's very good. He's a he's one of those people that is equally good at listening and responding. Mm. Um, and, uh, and from personal experience, he runs a very good business. He's very knowledgeable about his expertise. And I would say if, if you're in a situation where you need some home care, if you need a, a, uh, you know, someone to come sit with a loved one for a little while, you need to call Tom at Visiting Angels in Houston. Uh, you can, I'm sure you can Google him or go to Visiting Angels and look up the, look up the Houston location. Tom Price is his name. Um, but I, I just want to shout him out because he's, very good at what he does, and he's having an impact positively on people's lives. So, Tom, thank you very much for who you are and what you do. Thank you, Tom. All right, next on my list, which are just so many. We're not going to be able to get to them all. Yeah, let's roll, brother. But I... I don't think we're lightening very good, but but I do want to yeah, talk about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to rush. Yeah. Delayed, thundery rumble. Okay. That's what we're doing. Not not real lightning. I yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Metal Lark Coffee. <laughs> Amen. Oh, we've had uh, JP on the show, uh, and it, I I want the the guests on the show to have a very great experience because they allow our audience to have a great experience. And I generally will bring them a cup of Metal Lark Coffee. And I th- and I thank you when you do that for me. Yes, Love yes, it. I like to bring it to JD. I go there. Uh, so much, and when I have, if I have a uh, an event at the farm, I get a carafe of Meadowlark to make it special and wonderful. So I think that the the things that stand out for me there, a, you know, I like all coffee. I, I you know, I, you can take me to a gas station in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to like it, and you can get me the world's best cup, I'm going to like it. But this really is, if you put coffee on a scale of one to ten, it's a ten. It's such they they're they're just artisans with a cup of coffee. It's so good, and they know your name when you walk in. So the service is amazing, and the coffee. If you have not been to Metal Ark, I mean, you need to get over there today. You should. It's so good. Um, and, and you're welcomed when you go in. Yep. It's a very friendly place. Um, fresh flowers, fresh I think, flowers. makes it. Sp- now, look, the coffee's great. I love the chai, uh, dirty chai if I need a little extra energy. 
Um, but I always appreciate the flesh fl- fresh flowers. <laughs> uh, Lindsay and I just had our 15-year anniversary, and uh, I got her some Meadowlark and some of their fresh flowers Good from move. Minga Farms, I believe it is. Good move. Yep. Good yep. move. All right, what do you got next? Um, I'm going to stay down in that sort of South South Hall area. Do I want to... So, a new name. Okay. If you, if you go to some restaurants down there, sort of Brazelton area, you may recognize it from some of their video boards. But my good friend Chuck Henze, he uh, he has a full time job at a car dealership, but he also has his side hustle is faith in archery. Faith, faith in, archery. in archery. He is a uh, he's an expert in building and tuning and setting up archery bows. That's important because uh, bow season opens next Saturday. If you've whoop, whoop. not tuned your bow, if you don't have everything have everything ready, then you're sort of pushing it. You need to look up faith. Chuck, this guy, Chuck Henze, is somebody that 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 does what he loves, loves bows. He mm. knows all about bows. He knows strings. He knows knocks. He knows releases and, you know, all of that. He's so good at it. And he takes extra time to make sure. And he's very specific. He's very, very detailed. Um I'm not specific and I'm not detailed, so when we get together, <laughs> Good it's an interesting combo. But, um, you know, it's that time of the year, whether you're shooting um, 3D tournaments or if you're hunting, uh, you know, just a name that I would say because I love him, I love what he does, and I think he's really, really good at it. Mm. Faith in archery. Faith in archery. Faith in, not I-N, faith in archery. Faith in archery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last one that I'm going to say, and I will go lightning on this is uh, Harrison Tire. All all these are folks I've mentioned before on the show, but I know nothing about cars. Like, you don't know that much about bows. Yeah, I don't know anything about cars either. I I have got to have people I depend on, and I've got to have trust. And I trust these guys so much, they take such amazing care of me, and I can walk to Meadowlark while my car's there. We'll be right back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with J.D. Mueller. And we are bouncing around today. We are. Which, you but know, it's a blessing. It is. Hope you're enjoying it. I'm loving it. Not you, them. Well, I hope they are, too. You have to enjoy it. I do, well, I, I don't have to. <laughs> I, I guess do. Not. I can't help but enjoy it. But uh, I want to... We've been having some fun. We've talked about a lot of different things. Uh, living for the day and focusing that on relationships and connecting mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. We've talked about why sneakers are in and ties are out. Mm. Yeah. We've shouted out to some of our favorite local businesses. We have. And there's many more on the list. Uh, but one thing I want to talk about that's not quite as fun, but we just cannot help talking about it because we do have expertise in this area and people need to know, and that it is fraud. Fraud. Ugh. It's everywhere. Just just to hear that word. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and But from our seat, we do need to share. This is, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're cutting your grass, turn up the volume, pay attention, because this really is very important thing. through. I want to speak with a few things, because it seems like every month there's a new 
scheme that is out there for people to defraud you through banking, particularly. Yeah. One of those I want to mention, yeah. uh, first off, would be, I don't know what, uh, if this is posture fraud, what they call it, but here's what happens. Um, you get a phone call. It says it's from your bank. Caller ID says from, it says your bank's name. And uh, the representative on the phone is somebody who sounds very convincing and tells you that uh, that that they've detected some fraud trying to attack your account, and they're going to walk you through resetting your password. And they talk you into giving your login credentials, your username and password, um, and then they they log in as you and take your money. Yeah, um, it's happening everywhere. Everywhere, and uh, these are some look. These fraudsters, there are some very sharp and very convincing people. A lot of state-funded groups doing this, states being other countries that don't like us. Yep. Um, and yep. so, number one lesson, your bank will never call you and ask for your login credentials over the phone. They already have it. They have it. They don't need you to tell them. Don't tell anybody. And if somebody asks you for any of that information, I don't care if that's your bank or your, or your cable company, do not give that information to nope. anyone over the telephone. Nope. If you are, life is full of decisions which have incomplete information, and you must lean one way or the. When I'm walking, if I'm walking on a trail, mm-hmm. and it's on the side of a like a steep mountain, mm-hmm. I'm always like, all right, if I trip, I got to make sure I fall to the uphill side, not the downhill side. Yep. And with this, if you're going to make an error. You error on the side of, boy, I I hung up the phone on somebody who was legit, and maybe I hurt their feelings, versus I gave away information to someone who's not legit, and they took all my money. I th- I, it's, a, it's an unfortunate uh, <laughs> fraud on human nature, because, you know, we don't want to be rude, and, mm-hmm. you know, the bank is here to help me, and they said they were going to help me. It, it's weird that the, you know, so they play on that. They, they oh, my bank's calling me. They, of course it. That's not your bank. The bank will never ask you. Right. And and to and to Phil's point, trust me, you are better off if you hang up on somebody mm-hmm. than give somebody the wrong information or the right information for the wrong purposes. That's right. Please do not do it. Don't do it. You need to second guess. If that little radar goes off mm. in your head, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, just just shut it down. Yep. They're not uh there, and you know the other the other one, Phil. This is crazy that uh, mail fraud is making a comeback. Mail fraud, how's mail so? fraud? Yeah, uh, dropping checks in the mail. There's um, guys, guy. I say guys. There are individuals that are, um, you know, uh, doing a stick up on the on the mail person. You know, like mm. armed robbery of mail people of the mail carrier. Yeah, and um, even if you take your mail to a primary postal facility, mail is going missing. All right, so here is a lesson, an, another big lesson, okay? To the greatest extent that you can possibly achieve this, stop sending checks. Please. Please don't send checks. It's worse than sending cash. If I mailed cash and someone stole it, their my exposure is limited to that cash. Now, don't send cash either, but... If I send a check and somebody intercepts that check, they have all of the information they need to create fake checks. What do you mean? Do ACHs. They got my account number, my routing number. Where do they get that from? From the check. What? That number's on my check? 
everything they need. They got a copy of your signature, your business address. Don't send checks. If you have to send checks, okay, hey, ask your bank because they're going to have a tool. I don't know if it's called Positive Pay Everywhere, but they're going to have a tool that's going to allow you to tell them, here are the checks that I wrote for how much to who and when and the check number. Don't honor anything but these checks, and they can build a wall around. So number one, don't send checks. If you have to send checks, get with your bank, put the tools in place. I don't care what it costs. Do it. So so let's speak to the person that thinks, well, this service cost me 50 bucks, and, and I really don't want to pay 50 bucks for a service that, that, that I may never need. Golly, you're going to be happy when somebody sends in a $10,000 check that, that you didn't write and it goes through? You're going to be really you, – you, you'd be really happy to have paid that 50 bucks. That's my point. Mm. All right, so – don't give your account info away over the phone. Don't mail it for fraudsters to get. And if there's like a waterfall of uh, safety, the safest method of payment, paying by card. Mm-hmm. Second safest would be ACH. Third would be check. Okay. Um, another thing that's happening is, all right, when you go to log on to your online banking, you need to bookmark the site for your online bank, whatever is blankityblankbank.com, bookmark it because fraudsters are going making fake login sites that show up with search engine optimization. So if you search for blankityblankmybank.com, you Google it. Really? Every day. Wow. They're really smart, those fraudsters. They are so smart. Some may be listening right now. They might be listening. Shame on you. Hey, we're coming for you. Yeah. I get uh, I got a fraud call the other day, and I talked to the guy for a little bit. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, no, well, I got serious. And I was like, look, man, you were created with a purpose in this life, and it was not. You went to preaching on him? Oh, I did. It was not to go defrauding people, and it's not too late to turn your life around. I don't care what are the tough circumstances you're going through. You don't have to live like this. Yeah. Well, I've done the same thing. Um, Somebody called my mom and was threatening her. So, you know, I I called the number back and had a little fun with that. Yeah. You know, I bet it wasn't as nice. Somebody tried to defraud your mom. I started off nice. Did you? And it didn't last long. It didn't last long. You know. All right. So some other things. This one uh, you have hopefully heard of, but if not, we just cannot help but saying it. If you're running your business and... You have, you know, you've got vendors that you pay. Mm-hmm. If you get an email from them saying, hey, we changed our banking yes. information, um, update your system, send the payments to this account instead of that one. Don't you do it. Don't do it based on email. Uh, even if it's, you know, we think, oh, somebody sends me a fraudulent email, uh, but, you know, there's usually a letter off. Their email could be hacked. It could be coming from their Email. It can be. I've seen it. Yes. Um, so what you need to do, if somebody sends you an email and wants you to change their payment information, you need to call them up on the number you already have saved in your system. Well, and, and that, and we, we, we've we come so accustomed to thinking that email and text is just an easier way to communicate when, in fact, the more authentic way of communicating is by hearing a familiar voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's calling the person we mentioned to in the first segment or second segment to say thank you or I'm thinking of you all the way to a vendor that you know well or a client and and hearing them say, 
yeah, I changed it. it. If you get an email saying, hey, change my ACH information, your radar should go off immediately Oof. and assume that they're all fraudulent. Yep. Just call your client. Just mm. call your vendor. Mm-mm. Hey, I got this email. want to make sure it's coming from you. It happens a lot, everyone. And, and, and therein lies not just fraud protection, but think of what else that's protecting. Oh, yeah. Not just a headache because somebody steals something. It is. It would put ripples through your organization. Ooh. Phil and I have seen it a lot. It's not rude to call up somebody. And, and hey, they might ask you how you're doing, and you might have a nice conversation. Well, but please do not just do it on an email. In wrapping this episode up with a nice bow, we can summarize with pick up the doggone phone. Picking up the phone and calling, prevent fraud, connect with people, live for the day. JD, love you, brother. It's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, likewise, brother. Appreciate you. Have a great week from the studios of North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time, and remember to support our local businesses.